0: Uh, for those of you know that um, <clears throat> I didn't really give much uh, history, and I won't do too much now because a lot of you have heard it over and over, but um, some time back there, a young man walked into our services um, who uh, had just got a seven years of prison, went in at age 20, got out of age seven, and he had 75 years suspended, um, all for drug trafficking charges, and he couldn't even speak. He was so broken, he could not actually physically speak. He tried and he couldn't. Sat through the service, he sat right, right about here. I remember is almost about well, three three years ago. And then he came up and he gave his heart to the Lord right up here. We baptized him in the creek down from uh, Walgreens. We didn't have the horse trough then, so we went to, down from Walgreens to Bella Vista. And uh, there's men fishing out there. And I remember he came out, and uh, I didn't give him instructions because I was a new pastor and he's a new convert. So he just pulled his shirt off and, you know, prison tats and all. And uh, every one of those fishermen just stopped fishing for a minute and looked at well, what is going on. This guy walks down into their fishing spot and we baptized him in front of his, uh, his family. And um, uh, there has been many struggles, but I'm still uh, working with that young, young man. And uh, he is right now answering some things, and, and he's in Benton County. I've been seeing him, but, but God is still reaching out to him. Every time he stumbles, God has been putting him right back in my path. And uh, so I, I give you that history to say that after that happened, it was almost like uh, a flipped a switch had been flipped. We had no jail ministry going on at the time. We had no focus there. And I'm not exaggerating when I tell you, if not every week, every other week, someone would walk through the door and say, I, I've, I've had this background. I've either been in jail, I've had struggles, I've had this or that. And God has moved uh, on this church, and we've continually reached out and ministered to those who have struggled uh, with different addictions and one of the success stories uh, is a young man that was here not too long ago that was able to take the Teen Challenge. He started the program two weeks ago. It's a 14-month faith-based program that's been around for a long time with the Assemblies of God. And uh, they have a very high success rate, but it doesn't get talked about a lot because the government offices don't assign people to faith-based programs. But I got to go to Hot Springs yesterday and pop in on our buddy Mike Carroll just to see how he's doing and surprising. I found him sitting outside a picnic table encouraging another young man that had been in the program longer but was discouraged. And Mike said he just first looked at me, and and it wasn't registering who I was, even though it was two weeks ago, and all of a sudden he's like, what are you doing here? I said, I'm here to see you because your church family loves you and prays for you. And he broke. It just was, um, you know, as much as I talked to him, as much as I spent time since last November with him, he's just never had people that would go to bat for him. And would stay in the gap. I said, Man, we're just anxious for you to be back. I said, You are a part of this body. You are a part of my family. I am bonded to you because I led you to the Lord. And I believe what the Bible tells us. When you lead somebody, to the Lord, your job's not done. They are now a disciple, and it's your job to disciple them. And so we talked. He said he had never, the few times in his life he'd been in church, never felt anything in his heart when he's in church. He said, I can feel something stirring in my spirit when I'm in services now there at the teen challenge. He said, if I've ever tried to pray, I, I felt like nobody was listening. I was nothing. He said, I can tell someone's listening. I'm starting to figure this out, that God is really hearing my prayers. And so for two weeks into the program, um, some of you don't know, I'd lost track of Mike for a while after I'd worked with him initially, and he had um, saw him walking on the road. And uh, some of you know the story. I argued with the Holy Spirit for about five miles until I figured out I was arguing with the Holy Spirit. I went back to pick him up. And a man who had never believed in God in the parking lot waiting for his wife to answer his phone call, who had, wasn't going to answer his phone call at that moment, um, prayed and accepted the Lord. And now I called his wife yesterday, and she was in tears hearing. She said, I've been waiting for a call. Just know how he's doing. God is restoring a marriage. God is restoring a man. God is restoring a life. And he is already thinking about what kind of ministry God might be calling him to. So praise God for that. And I didn't plan to take this much time, Pastor Mondo, so, you know, we may eat a little later today and y'all just need to be good with it because this is the Holy Spirit working through here. But I'm going to tell you, every time we take up offering, in a lot of churches people can stop and think this is just something mundane. This is to pay the bills. But, you know, the fuel that gets a guy down there to change his life or the fuel that picks up guys and brings them here for, the life, for them to have a divine encounter with God – Every, every dollar, every portion that you give into the kingdom, it is being used to win the lost and to change lives. And I, I have felt in my spirit that we will hear big things about Mike Carroll, that that man, God, is really working and doing something in his life. Um, God has sent us Mickey, and Mickey's story has encouraged the church. Um, Isaac, who I've been working with, he is on to finish his sentence in, in Tucker Prison, and God is doing amazing things through him. So keep praying for these men. There's, there's over 25 men that Mickey led to the Lord while he was serving his time, and some of those we're still able to correspond with. So keep praying for them. And uh, anyway, I just wanted to share that and say good things. Now, one last thing before I turn over to Pastor Mondo and, and uh, introduce him is, for those of you are wondering where we're at on the building uh, process, and I brought it up now and not in first service because people couldn't hardly move in that foyer today. And that's a good thing for the most part, but I want you to know we are still pushing forward. It is a longer process than we anticipated, but the architect is working on drawings. We're we're getting ready uh, for that building and the new location. So keep praying, keep giving towards that, and we're going to see God finally bring us into our new home. Amen? Amen. All right. Well, before I take up too much time here, I want to tell you, Pastor Armando Rodriguez over 22 years ago... Came to this area, and I'm going to steal his thunder. He'll tell more of the story. But my dad felt felt uh, that there should be a Hispanic work in Rogers where he was pastoring, and uh, they came to our church and began to work there. And uh, brother, I don't want to put you on the spot, but what? How many folks do you guys now have just at your main campus? Maybe, uh, a, little a little bit over 400 there and are continuing to to plant churches in other areas uh, and have uh, other works that they are doing, but incredible things. But God had put on my heart when I became pastor here four and a half years ago that we would start a Hispanic work. And I got a little overzealous and announced it right off. And so I've learned to wait on God, but I have pursued Pastor Armando and, and his uh, body of believers uh, to help us reach the Hispanic population in Centerton. And so Today is really, as Ken said, our dedication, our kickoff, because next Sunday at 3 o'clock we will have the first services for the Hispanic congregation, Centro Cristiano Day, Centerton. Amen. Amen. Well, Pastor Mondo is truly a brother in more sense than just we use it. He is like family to me, and um, so I am privileged to have him come. But would you come, Pastor Mondo? Thank
1: Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Uh, It's an honor to be here with you this morning. I am uh, Armando Rodriguez, and I've been here, uh, well, in Rogers, uh, 22 years already. 22 years already, and God has uh, blessed us and continues to to do so. And uh, we are working, and uh, more so the more I walk. I find more that, uh, that God has called us to do discipleship. And Brother CJ mentioned a lot the word discipleship. And, and that's where the, the work and, uh, and the fun begins, because God uh, wants to reach um, the soul of all of us, of all the people. And you know, to get to the soul of somebody, it takes a lot of um, some some lives of people are very, real muddy, and uh, their habits and their things that they're doing in life they're very uh, uh, not right, and uh, that's why it takes time. It takes times, uh, but uh, the more I read the Bible, the more I discover that that Jesus speaks and gives instructions to disciples not necessarily to followers, right, but discipleship. So uh, I encourage you, right, to do that. That's that's one of the areas that we work uh, in, in church, uh, disciple uh, uh, Hispanics, and, and uh, it has worked wonderfully because uh, we have a discipleship for everybody that accept the Lord through the sales that we do Uh, on thursday friday or saturday it depends on the needs of the cell leader so we we done that and uh, we having church in place for everyone that comes to the church or is being saved through the ministry Uh, nine 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 week or nine month nine month uh, uh, discipleship program and we use a lot of uh, teen challenge material because uh, we carry some habits that, that, yeah, they need the Holy Spirit first, but also they need encouragement on how to apply the, the new habits into the Christian life. Um, and uh, we do, what, uh, about two three hours every Sunday. Uh, we do the service just like you here in the morning. and we You start at 9. We start at 9.30, but we finish about 12.30. So we do... Four of three hours, and, and uh, it's because uh, uh, with cells, you know, uh, people in the cells they want to, you know, to say what God has been doing during the week, and we allow them, but we tell them, do it sweet <laughs> to the point, and, and that helps people's faith, right? Uh, and uh, it's been good. So we do a service in the morning, and then on the p.m., we, we meet the, the ones that are taking discipleship. They meet at 5, and then uh, they leave about uh, 7, 7.30, around there. So they stayed a good three hours every Sunday. So in the PM service, we don't have a regular service like it used to be, like evangelistic at Sunday PM. We didn't do like that. We, I believe that everyone have to, have to be a, a evangelist, share what Jesus has done in their lives. It's, it's, it's required. We, I, I try to instill in them in a jokingly manner, but seriously, that to do it, to do it, right? And uh, they they done it, and and we're glad we're glad. So uh, the the Brahmins, I want to I want to speak also a little bit about uh, C J. and um, his father was here uh, this morning. But uh, I know C J. from you know you, you don't know that that he 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 was going to be a, a, a Navy Seal, you know. Uh, some time ago, uh, and, uh, and uh, he, he is, he's big. Uh, Navy SEALs are big. So somehow he, he ended up in Bible school, I think, and, and uh, he even worked in one of the Arbis Bank, and our Hispanic guys, they were joking with him that, that uh, uh, CJ in Spanish uh, is uh, CJ. CJ. And uh, these things are cejas in Spanish. So when they called CJ, 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 meaning that he had big uh, eyebrows, or was (laughs) this? But he didn't know, he didn't know until I I was his interpreter. And and then he he caught it. Okay? So, um, their Brahmin family has been very instrumental in birthing Centro Cristiano. I'm talking about 20, 22 years ago. They, we actually virtually were born in their, in their laps, right? Uh, we had our first services with one guy, with one guy, one uh, uh, Mexican uh, cowboy. And that guy it was sister Jenny me and my wife were four people but uh, we preach and we church Jesus like never before and that guy we had a hundred percent conversion because he he gave his heart to the Lord and then he stayed over with the, with us uh, sometime then he left for Mexico and and I heard he he was doing great and he was already pastor in a church and Good thing. So, so we we must be be um, be uh, uh, available for God at every moment. Every moment. So, so this morning, I uh, I'm gonna ask you. Well, you're not go you're not going to be bored this morning because my English sometimes I I get makes some Spanish words and or I didn't uh, pronounce correctly the English word. So this way you're going to be up and say, well, I'm going to correct this guy when the service is over. So, <laughs> so I'm going to ask you this morning to open your Bibles with me and the book of 1 Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians. <clears throat> Glory to God. 1 Thessalonians. And we're going to be reading chapter 1. Uh, verses 2 through 10 through to 10 and i'm reading from the new um, king james version king james version gloria a dios we, we don't have much the problems of versions of the bible in spanish we just one most of the times and that's good that's good that's good we don't have people mad right and you know let me tell you one one another one one question You know, I am am 62 years old, 62 years old. And uh, the majority of the church is around 30 years old, 30 years old. So we have uh, a lot of potential in doing great things for the Lord, Uh, young church. And and now we have the second generation that all speaks English. So that's why we're, we're doing the services, uh, bilingual, bilingual services. Okay, so if you have a chance to go whenever you don't have service, right, then um, we welcome you in, in Rogers. Okay, so let's read the Word of God. Chapter number 1, Book of Thessalonians, verses 2 through 10. It says here, we give thanks to God always for you all making mention of you in our prayers. This is their spiritual father, the apostle Paul, writing to Thessalonians. Remembering without ceasing your work of faith, labor of love, and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of our God and Father. Verse 4, knowing, beloved brethren, your election by God, for our gospel did not come to you in word only, but also in power, and in the Holy Spirit, and in much assurance, as you know what kind of men we were among you for your sake. And you became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction, with joy of the Holy Spirit, so that you became examples once they believe. They became examples to all in Macedonia and Achaia who believed. For from, for from you the word of the Lord has sounded forth, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place. Your faith toward God has gone out so that we do not need to say anything. For they themselves declare concerning us, what manner of entry we had to you and how you turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God and to wait for his son from heaven whom he raised from the dead, even Jesus who delivered us from the wrath to come. Father, thank you for this great opportunity. I pray God that you anoint me and uh, give me the utterance to speak for what you have laid in my heart. I bless my brethren, my brothers and sisters. And I ask, like always, that you speak to me through your Holy Spirit. And give us ear to hear your word in the name of Jesus. And everyone says, Amen. Amen, amen, like in Spanish. Gloria a Dios. I'm going to speak to you this morning very briefly. In uh, this church, the Church of Thessalon- Thessalonica or Thessalonians, the Church of Thessalonians has, has our, our model, you know, our model. Uh, in life, in Christian life uh, or in the normal life, uh, there is a lot of models. There's people modeling uh, almost anything. And praise God that God this morning it was uh, a model church weren't you interested in finding out what are the things that that make this church a model church okay today uh, there are people everywhere who deal with modeling there are models displaying clothing shoes vehicles and many more items but today When we are referring to the Church of Thessalonica or Thessalonica Thessalonica, uh, as our model, it is because uh, this church is worthy to be imitate what they done, what they done. This church was located in Asia Minor and was founded by the Apostle Paul. Now, we may ask ourselves. How is it that this church of Thessalonica became a, a, a model church? Uh, it's, it's important for us to ask us those questions. How this church, uh, what they do, what they did to become a model? Because, you know, wanted it or not, we, want, we follow models. We like to follow people who model something that their, their, their heart is, is all for that. So we, we are crazy about God because he changed our hearts. He changed our life. He changed our lifestyle for the good. Amen. Hallelujah. Gloria a Dios. So it, it's good to find out what made this church, what did they did to become a model, that God selected them as a model for us. It's, it's very important. Uh, this morning, this is what we're going to talk about. The church of Thessalonica, uh, our model as a church. First, uh, in verse 4 that we just read, uh, how is it that this church becomes our model? It's important to know. And uh, verse, according to verse 4, says, Knowing, beloved brethren, your election by God. This church become a model god himself says that because uh because of by choice you know you know that in christ our lives changes for the good so uh this church became a model by by their choice that they did by their election everybody knows or everybody ought to know that uh, we are elected by god uh, to be transformed through Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the, is the main focus. He is the giver of life when we accepted him. But not only this church became, became a, a model by their election, by their choice. Uh, one, because God chose them, the church of Thessalonica. God, God chose them to become believers, believers in Christ. But the other part is that they, the Thessalonica church, they have to choose also to follow Jesus, to follow God. It's a a complementary choosing. God has chosen you and I, but we must also choose to follow God. God won me and I want God to. That's why throughout the Bible it says that as we grow in maturity in Christ, we are we to love what God loves. And we also hate what God hates. That's a continued process. And as we do that, it's obviously that we're all going to be like this church also. the like Thessalonica church. And I have written here in my notes a little bit. Um, you probably know this, but it is good for me to say it. The act of uh, uh, choosing uh, means the act of picking or deciding between two possibilities. Obviously, for us, it's life or death. The opportunity or power that God gives us to choose between two or more possibilities. That's why it's important to know that in Jesus Christ, everyone... Hispanics or non-Hispanics, black or Indians, are elected in the loved one in Jesus Christ. But has God elected us? We also have to choose, take part in it, desire to follow Jesus. Once that happens, uh, you you we ought to expect great and mighty things that God wants to do. God God's heart is big. He loves all people. He loves all people. And I found a verse in. Um, Uh, close to uh, John 3, 16, verse 17, that says, For God did not send His Son to condemn no one, but that the whole world be saved through Jesus. That helps me, because I know that God gives opportunity to everybody. Even more, God did not send His Son Jesus to condemn anybody, but that the whole world be saved through Jesus Christ. It comes to my mind the case in which this woman was uh, caught in adultery. In adultery, and he was brought to Jesus. And Jesus was there in the midst uh, of everybody with her. And, she, and Jesus uh, 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 was riding in the ground something. And everybody was waiting for Jesus to say, yes, yes, she is to be condemned. And Jesus continued to write, to write down on the ground. Then everybody wanted for Jesus to give an answer. And Jesus stood up and says the famous words that you and I have heard it. He who has no sin uh, be the first to, to throw the first rock. Yeah. And the Bible says that uh, nobody did. Uh, Jesus continued to write in the in the ground. I probably he was writing the sins of the people, <laughs> right? Yeah, you evaded taxes. <laughs> you were also doing the same thing, so everybody was convicted and laid the, the stones on the side. And then Jesus stood and says, "Woman, where are your accusers?" And the woman says, "I don't see nobody." He said, "Well." Neither do I condemn you. Go your way. But then he said the famous words also, sin no more. I think Jesus was saying, now I did not condemn you, but go back to your husband. Go back to your husband. And uh, she, uh, he, uh, she was on, under her power to either uh, obey God. Now he was on, on her side to not to condemn herself. So once I knew that, I had the window open more widely so I can tell people the good news of Jesus. Since Jesus doesn't condemn anybody, then everybody has a chance to be forgiven. To be forgiven. Isn't that good? I think those are good news. Those are good news. So this church, likewise this church, This church uh, made a decision. God already had made a decision that everybody is forgiven. God wants the whole world, hallelujah, the whole world to to know him personally, hallelujah. But they say, people, the books that I read also, they say that I am the hands of God. I'm the feet of God. I'm the eyes of God. You know, and I'm tending to believe that. Hallelujah! Because we, we 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 need faith. We need faith to to grow, to continue to go, be strong, and to see people differently. To see, it's not it's not it's facile. It's not easy. But as you as we get close to God, have we love Him? As we know what He has done, He saved me. I was facing bad, difficult thing. If but Jesus, you know, if Jesus had not. If somebody had not come by Fort Hood, Texas, the Army base, and spoke to me about that Jesus don't condemn anybody. It's good, it's good, good stuff. (laughs) So, So God chose this church, but also they chose to follow Jesus, to follow God. And when they chose to follow God, some of these things happened they even though thessalonica was a a, a fairly new church they started to imitate the apostle paul and jesus the way they live the way they've been taught the christian life and how we need we need very much to see good models christian models and here we got one this morning so we can begin the week with the right Foot, right? Gloria a Dios. Man, that this church is quiet. (laughs) Out there uh, uh, in Rogers, they, they, um, I wasn't used to that, but I don't know where they picked it up. Because uh, when a preacher comes, then if they like what they hear, they start applauding. And I say, "Why, why, when I preach, you don't applaud? (laughs) <laughs> they they, was te- they were telling me everything there so this Thessalonica church they started since uh, once they also choose to follow God they started to imitate God they started to imitate what the Apostle Paul taught them and you know the Apostle Paul taught them for a short time he didn't have too much time that's why he's writing to the Thessalonica church to correct some perspectives that they had. That's why the instructions is, is, is very good to, to read the Bible at home and, and to hear it from here, from, from the pulpit. It's is just a good connection. Excellent. Um, and then uh, when they chose to follow Jesus, they imitate God. And they endure suffering with joy that the holy spirit provided provide for them even in the midst of of persecution and then also they turn away from from sin from idols you probably you probably say brother but the idols only on third world countries i've seen a lot in these 22 years here in northwest arkansas and also, they, they, uh, they awaited the Son of God to return from heaven. Those things, uh, in a little time, they, they picked it up, the real Christian life, this church of Thessalonica. And also, they're not only an example for us by their choices, but also by receiving the true servants of God because they receive gladly uh, those uh, that preach the, the gospel to them. It's like for us, how well we treat the pastor, <laughs> how well we treat the, the leaders. If we believe that, that they're teaching us, then we're going to grow rapidly, faster. So they are uh, uh, become a model because they receive the true servants of God. They started the Thessalonica church serving God fervently from day number one. From day number one. And you know what's fervently? I I didn't know what, I read the word fervently, and I, I didn't know what it meant. But it meant everybody here, we have done this one time or another, to boil water, you know. When that water reaches that boiling point, this is one where fervently work comes from imagine imagine how much work we need in our in our hearts to be fervently that you leave one morning to go to your work or to go to school or whatever the will of god takes you go in a fervently manner not necessarily getting conversions of everybody but presenting the gospel through our lives and through words in a manner that creates creates a thirst, yeah. creates thirst. This is what God is doing, I think, through this church to us, to, to, to see uh, that they, by receiving the true servants of God, they were serving God himself fervently because they were taught by the Apostle Paul that we have a short time before Christ returns. We must be fervently and seeking for people, for opportunities. And we have a bunch. I'm going to tell you this. We have a bunch of opportunities. But the thing is, sometimes we're not uh, connect. Brother mentioned a lot of connect. Connect with the Lord. But let's be today, the the day that we're going to put the feet into the gas. Glory to God. They were, they were, they, they thought that they had short time before Christ returns. And this is the reality. You know, today you're all going to eat hamburgers. You know that today could be the last time that you eat a hamburger. You know, today will be because we have a hope. And that hope believes that Christ can return at any moment, at any moment. You might not feel it. You might say, brother, but I don't feel it. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. It's a principle of the Bible, and, and it will come. So that's why this church became a model, because of that fervently. Fervency. You write that one down. That the fervently uh, spirit that they had from day number one. Glory to God. And then... They also became, uh, the church, our model for receiving the word of God. They not only received the, the person, the, the, the man, the, the pastor, the possible, but they received the word of God. And that's important. Uh, it brought them, uh, once they received new life, you know what happened to this young church? It brought them sufferings. It's almost contradictory to some of the teachings today. It brought them sufferings because it unleashed persecution from their own Jews and Gentiles through this young church. You might say, no, brother, we got it all right here. We got it easy. We don't have no persecution. But somehow we don't do anything. (laughs) Well, very little. We must press. We must press. The time is, is is not too much time. We must pray so is my word that comes from my from my word says the Lord. It will not return void to me, but it would accomplish that for. For I send it forth. Continue to be attentive. Continue to be desiring. For I have the blessings from above and the blessings from this earth for you, saith the Lord. This church became our model because they have accepted new life. They knew they had new life. And they believe that they can be protected from death till Jesus returns. And that's why the more I read the, the word of God, and I, I'm sure it happens to you when you read the Bible, you find out that God uh, doesn't uh, uh, promises nobody of us uh, how many years you're going to be alive on this earth. He right. doesn't say. But it does say that for everybody of us to be ready because the hour and the moment, nobody knows it. But that's why we get mad with God sometimes. The devil wants to do that. That you point out to God when a youngster dies or a young guy dies. Because uh, in our lives, uh, the one that's supposed to die first is by age. But not necessarily. It doesn't work like that. That's why we all will be uh, have to be accountable and working for God at your best, your very best. And also they become our model because uh, they converted uh, from following idols to the true God. That is in itself great. Great. One of the one of the greatest needs that we don't think too much about, uh, at least I know in, in Central American countries, and maybe here, is the, is the natives. You know the United States, Mexico, Guatemala, all this Central, North America, Central, South, we are loaded with native natives. That even they speak uh, uh, their own tongue, and you know, this were the the least uh, evangelized uh, in 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 this part of uh, of the world, and they're all right right, right adjacent to everybody else, but not not only they're neglected over there in other countries. But they're neglected here around us. Because when Jesus came to earth, he lived within us. That's why when we understand that loving God is giving your life on behalf of other people. Not living only for us. is giving our lives for others. Living where they live. Be limited for what they limits they, they have in their lives. This when I believe, is, is real evangelism. <coughs> and many of the indigenous people in countries very close to us, this is where the majority of the need exists. But praise God, there's a light. Because most of the Hispanics, they come from these countries. Uh, when, when we started the church, you know, we, uh, we, we had the privilege... Because you got to understand this with the Hispanics. Yeah, people, well, not only with Hispanics. Sometimes guys come, and they only have what they have in their bags. That's literally, actually, that's the way it is. I have seen it. And I'm original, originally from the Texas border. So I have seen come and go many times, many times. But in here. When the Hispanics get here, they look at the Anglos Because it is the belief that here in the United States, everybody is Christian. Mm-hmm. You say, ha, 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 yeah. ha, ha, ha. Because it's not the case. It's not the case. But the Hispanics believe that everybody is Christian. Mm-hmm. And then when you see somebody like this, uh, you know, they Start getting many of these panics that come from other countries, they they come already uh, evangelicals. But you know, the ones they come here, once they get rich here, you know, sometimes they go astray, they get lost because they're under the understanding that everybody is Christian. So if they see you doing things that not supposed to. Nowadays, we're coming to the age that it's not just the cross that we got hanging. Is, that is not going to do it. That is not going to do it. The teacher that says Jesus is not good enough. It's not good enough. We're getting to the time that that is not, not going to do it. It's not good enough. Right? <laughs> so this is the world in part that, we, that, that I have seen these 22 years. Now... Uh, it is required for us to develop a, a a a a heart of gratitude towards God. With little or with much, it's necessary to that developing, because things currents of belief come and go. So it's, it's very important, very important. So that's why we uh, we're not doing a new church. Uh, with the Brahmin's your pastors and his father we started it 20 years ago It's just taking the opportunity the window that is open here in your in your backyard to come and. but it's not going to be something new it's something that we already started it many years ago god has has led us uh, this church in rogers to plant a church in batesville Jonesboro, uh, Jonesboro, Noel Missouri Berryville Arkansas Gentry God has allowed us so far to 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 plant churches around here and we haven't and we don't have plans to stop that's why I tell you that I'm 62 years old and and uh, and I'm not a shame. <laughs> I'm not say I just I just Pray more firmly that God allows us, allow us more time so we can tell more people about his goodness. Remember, God did not send his son to condemn nobody. So Jesus doesn't condemn nobody. People itself, because they don't want to get away from sin or idols, uh, they get condemned themselves. But with Jesus... That's why you bring people to church. If they don't want to come to church, just evangelize them and just plant this seed real well, and God will do the rest. Gloria a Dios. So the first point is, uh, this the why we, we see uh, the church of Thessalonica as a model, because they're, they're choosing their elections. God chose them, but they also chose God. To follow him. If we do that, we're going to do great and mighty things that God is going to do. But we also, we are not exempt of uh, some of the other things. Hallelujah. Secondly, what does the church of Thessalonica did for us to take her as a model? What do they did? What things were they doing? Verse 3 in the Bible says remembering without ceasing your work of faith, labor of love, and patience of hope in the Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of our God and Father. This church, what they were doing in order to become our model is this. They made works with faith. And it is important. It's important to have works but a faith. That we are driven, whatever we do, by faith in God, that God can, can use us and, and, and his word, his power, his gospel is the good news to everybody. We, we have to know that. They did that. They believed. They, they made works with faith. James, James says to us, their works without faith are dead. It's just movement, sounds but no life in it. And then, secondly, they, they not only did make uh, works with faith, they also did works with love. Works with love. Verse 7 through 9 says, So that you became examples. This church, this, this uh, 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 church of Thessalonica, So that you became examples to all in Macedonia and Achaia. Is that how you pronounce Achaia? Oh, you don't mind? You don't mind how I pronounce it? (laughs) That means two areas where a lot of people lived. And this young church, this young church, did works with love. What is it to do works with love? It means that the same things, the, the principles. Uh, pray, give, and go. Amen. They were doing it. A new new church, they were doing it. And it says that, For from you the word of the Lord has, has sounded forth, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place. Your faith toward God has gone out, so we do not need to say anything. For the people themselves were talking about the church in Thessalonica. Wonderful. Works with love. That means ex- this church was extending her faith to Macedonia and Achaia and everywhere. And we must continue to send forth and empower the missionaries that come to the church. We, as a church in New Testament, we are a missionary church. That's where we, uh, through the power of the Holy Spirit, we're empowered. We are given ability, supernatural ability, to go where, 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 where <laughs> nobody has dared to go be- before. We ought to continually be reminded of who we are in Christ. I, I like this thought, well, it's not more than a thought. It's Jesus never, never lost identity with his Father. And, and as the moment we have, we, if we lose that identity, then our walk starts being um, uh, very not good, right? So this church, this church uh, initiates or imitates the disciples and Christ himself. They were eager to do the work of God, having good examples as as Apostle Paul, the Lord Jesus, and everything they they had been taught. Also, this church has been a good example in everything. In everything. Uh, Verse 7, again, says, So that you became examples to all in Macedonia and Achaia, of those who believe tremendous examples right and wanted it or not we follow examples in life we follow examples. that's why people that sells wealth almost anything they have to uh, hire good good models they don't hire just anybody and jesus god this morning he's he's showing us a good model for us to follow right you dream what kind of church God is gonna give you here in, in Centerton? Yeah. And dream big, they said if we dream just poquito, means we, there's a chance we don't need God too much. But when you dare to dream big, then I bet <laughs> in Spanish, there's there's a saying that if there's no rodilla, this is knees. Nice. If there's no rodilla, there will be no tortilla. <laughs> See, we we understand that. We understand that. We understand that very very. easy. Not, no rodilla, no tortilla. See. And God has allowed has allows to to um, uh, the privilege to. To construct a a, uh, a building for 1,000 people. 1,000. We're not there yet, like you, they have two services, but we will have two services, and maybe three, maybe three, because the people is here. God wants it. All is that we want it also. How bad we want it. Glory to God. You're uh, you're in the midst in the crossroads of. Uh, you're in the midst of having the construction. You, you know what? Uh, uh, senior Brahmer was saying that, you know, uh, and uh, uh, people, other Hispanics, they come to our church building, and and they're used to renting facilities, you know, where to worship God, and they come and and they start saying, "Hey, uh, how much you pay for rent?" No, we we don't pay rent. God gave us this it's ours, so they're on the under, I understand that it's not ours and uh i don 't know i don't know how much money we we have used uh, myself i didn't know anything about construction i don't know even at this time, but a little bit more and uh we probably used uh, maybe more than two million dollars and uh, Today I think we owe about 190,000 wow, dollars. We're gonna free. We're gonna be free, and we're gonna be able to use. We make a payment of about uh, probably 5,000 dollars every month. And I just dream the day when we're not gonna have those 5,000 dollars, so we can use it in planting and, and getting to more people, more people. So I tell them, I tell them, I tell em, I tell the people. You know, uh, everything here is being paid by Hispanic dollars. Don't believe that it's American dollars, but for them to, to believe. But it is it is that. Uh, God allows right now, this time, right now they're speaking. We sponsor close to ninety seven missionaries and missions projects. Right now. Ninety seven we never dream well I, I think i think i dreamed it because when i got out of school i'm 62 years old so i'm speaking many years back when we got out of bible school we pastor outside san antonio in a city called pleasant texas and in that in in that Pleasanton, we stayed four years and a half and we did our first true two, two missions convention with 30 people 30 people. So when we came to Northwest Arkansas, these guys, and you all as a church in Rogers, they taught us. They grabbed us from the hand and taught us more how to do missions. And now, praise God, because that seed had given fruit. Now we have about 97 missionaries that we support. And uh, the, every, one, every one of those pledges that we do uh, on a monthly basis is not $10. It's not $20. It's not $40. It's about $90 each one, average. Average. Hispanic dollars. Hispanic dollars. <coughs> Don't believe that. Don't believe that it's a heart i think i think god has a hispanic heart i heard i heard like a joke one day probably you have heard it that uh uh, these two guys were arguing that jesus was white and another was black and they were arguing every service they argued i'm mad when we go to heaven jesus is going to be like me white and the other guy said, no, 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 no. is black like us. So the day came that they died and went to heaven. The first thing they said to Peter, Peter, isn't it Jesus like me or like him? And they were, Peter was scratching his head. And then after a while, then mm-hmm. uh, Jesus comes in there and says, uh, Buenos dias, senores. (laughs) So he wasn't either one. Remember, it's a joke only. Don't, don't. Invite me another time. So what this church did to become a model, they did a lot of works with faith. They did a lot of works with love. They became example in everything. The their spiritual father, the Apostle Paul, wrote for us of what they did, why they become a model. Tremendous. And then, on conclusion, what hope this Church of Thessalonica had. To become our model. A model. Have to be able to choose correctly. A model. Have to have good works. A faith of love. And a model church. Have to have a hope. And this church. Had the right hope. They expected. From heaven. The risen Christ. Who will deliver us. From the wrath to come. There will be coming a wrath of God. I have a, a uh, we have a, a sign in the church. If you go through South First Street, you're going to read it. It says, if you want to become like Christ, you got to know when to become a lion and when to become a lamb. Make sense, right? Makes sense? There are times that you've got to become a lamb. But no, no. The lamb is going to turn, turn into a lion. But let's not become a lion first. <laughs> so they had, they had the right hope. They expected from heaven the risen Christ who will de- deliver us, us. Deliver us. So we must constantly walk in that hope that we have. Now we have hope, faith, and what else? And love. But even though it says the greatest is is love, but we must have real faith and real hope to continue to walk straight. God will, in their hope, they hope for that god wrath against sinners that's why the bible says let no one deceive you with empty words for because of these things the wrath of god come upon those sons of disobedience we must continue to uh, develop a a great uh, a heart of gratitude Continuously. And every opportunity that we have, continue to love God and love people. And I also heard this, and we're probably going to end it differently. It says that we we go through problems. God give us gave us his promises. And while we wait for that promise of God to fulfill it, they recommend us to do three things. Continue to... To honor God. Honor God in your transactions. Honor God honor God in your dealings. Continue to honor God while you wait for the promise to, to, for God to fulfill it. The second thing, while we wait and have hope, is to uh, continue to walk in holiness. Walk in holiness. And the third thing, continue to do good to people don't get sour with people those three things are very helpful to sustain us while we wait for the promises of God to fulfill and expect good breaks from God God is working on on our behalf God is working just wait for the good breaks And continue to dream with, with, your, with your new building. New building. And you know, when, when, when we're using the finances correctly, you know, God gives you wisdom. You don't spend money in, in the things that they are not very useful. God gives you that. We haven't taken that course. Uh, who's, who's it? Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey. But I would like to take it. So they they had a hope, a real hope. We must have the real hope that one day God's wrath against sinners will come. God help us. God help us. In conclusion, we as a church must be equal to the Thessalonians or better? better. Why better? Why better? They didn't have Bibles like like you and I have. God promised that technologies and all this will be greater and greater as the time comes to an end. But always, you know, I find out that there are more people in depression right now that we have more communications than ever before. Nowadays, we want to You know, uh, make things correctly with a text. And the Bible tells us that go face to face with the person. Sending a text is very easy. And not facing him or her. But the Bible says, come. Come and talk to the person. It almost seems like I'm speaking in Roger's. So we as a church must be equal to the Thessalonians or better. Each of us as Christians and congregants should examine our lives and see what area of our lives are failing. And ask forgiveness from God. And imitate this church of Thessalonica. God give it to us as a model. We like to follow models, and here it is. Here it is. That is what God expects of each one of us. If you are not yet had accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you can pray this prayer with me as we close this service. God does not condem- condemn anybody. Life as we know it is only temporal. God came to give eternal life. And the eternal life begins the very moment we, you and I repent and accept a new life. Remember, it's a gift. It's not because you are so good or I'm so good. It's a gift of God. Let's embrace the goodness of God. God does not want anybody to be lost. Hell, as the Bible describes it, is is not good. It's not good for anybody. That's why this morning God has uh, given us a model to follow, the church of Thessalonica. We ought to be even better than them. We got more than one Bible. We got the better vehicles. There were no vehicles then. No text, no. But we can use that technology for the glory of God. Why don't we stand to our feet? Why don't we... We just pray. Very... Very small prayer. But I know... Through the years of ministry, if you do it sincerely, sincerely, God accepts it. I am um, one of examples that that works, that prayer works. Not a huge, but a small one. Shall we? Father, we thank you for your word this morning. Thank you for the example of this great church of Thessalonica. But these churches have passed away. Now we're here. I pray, God, that you direct Pastor CJ Brahman and his family for great and mighty things that you have already for this church. Thank you for opening their hearts and arms for us to unite it, establish Centro Cristiano of Centerton. But I pray for these brethren, God, I lift their hands for the plans of that you have are good, great and mighty plans, and I pray, God, if there's just one person here that don't have the trust in you yet, just say this prayer with me, Father God, I come to you today as a lost sinner. Recognize I've, I've done bad, breaking your commandments, but I know you love me. I invite you to my heart. Forgive me. Make me yours from now on. I want to live for you, married or single, or not married, never. I will serve you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you. Thank
0: you. Thank you. Amen. You can be seated for just a moment. We're going to be dismissing to go for the picnic, but I want to, um, I wanted to share with you just, uh, just for one minute. Pastor Armando in both services mentioned something I kind of jokingly between services and said that a lot of you uh, don't hear about me and and I, God actually kind of gave me a little follow-up on, on what you said, because his message was about the model church, about us being a model church, about us being model believers to others. And he mentioned about my time in the Navy, which for my dad, who is proud about me serving and what I attempted, but for me, I see it as a failure because um, I'm very cautious about that. But, you know, he mentioned about me trying for the Navy SEAL program and I that was a failure in my life. Also, I was called to be a missionary at one time and took over 20 years getting full-time ministry and I saw that as a failure that I didn't make that and while I was in the Navy when I failed that program they sent me to an EOD and then uh, you know injury and I I failed that and then I went to Walmart and had my eyes set on working my way up the chain way one day being an executive and at the corporate office and making a bunch of money and and God had other plans and I could look at that as failure too. I didn't make really great grades in high school, I, I, I passed and so, you know, I can say well that's a success and uh, I passed Bible school, I, I married up. That's a big success in life, I married up, um, amen. Um, and most people that knew me through my dating stages, my family knows that God is gracious and that was the second to my salvation, greatest thing ever for my life. Um, becoming an ordained minister. But you know, one thing as I was, re- I was just making a list, I was taking a few notes and then I made a list of, of those two categories of things I see as failures and all, but I noticed something striking about the ones I see as a failure, and that's because I didn't have anybody to model those things in my life. Now I hope I'm succeeding as a pastor. I'm still in process, but I had great models. My dad, Pastor Armando, Pastor Jim, others, I had a great model to follow. So now I'm here. Working towards the sea. I'm not quitting like the other things I did. I'm not failing like the other things I failed at. Um, but, but I had a model. I didn't have anyone who had, who had tried to be an ABCL. I didn't have that. I didn't have somebody who had done this or that. Those are things that were my own conquest for my own benefit because I want to be proud of myself and prove myself to others. But you know what really struck me the most is a scripture that stuck out. Matthew 16, 24 says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone wishes to come after me, to follow after me, he must deny himself, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. You see, once I stopped being selfish and worrying about getting my own glory and doing things that would bring recognition to me and submitted myself to the Lord because I didn't go looking to be a pastor. But God chose me to be a pastor, and once I submitted and chose also, as Pastor Armando said, to follow him in being a shepherd, then I have found the most fulfilling, rewarding, awesome time in my life. And so the awesome thing about this blending of two cultures into a new song and two services is, is it brings change, and the kind of change that God intends for the better for us. And so I'm looking forward to the change that God is bringing uh, to bring us closer to him and closer to another body of believers. So let's pray over the food. And then uh, if you don't know where to go to the park, see me right after service. I'm sure the guys cooking are like, where are you guys at? So, you know, go over there as soon as you can, and the food will still be hot, I'm sure. Lord, I thank you for this opportunity, Lord, to fellowship in in, uh, a meal together. And, Lord, I praise you for this opportunity as a dedication service to the beginning of Centro Cristiano de Centerton. And Lord, I just pray in the name of Jesus that you would bless this time together, bring us closer together. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. See you there.